welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't, Don't Tell Mama. I'm so excited to be back with my two favorite ladies just in time for our anniversary episode. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we started Don't Tell Momo this time last year because I think our first episode was what, October 3rd, mm-hmm. right? Last mm-hmm. year. Oh my gosh. This is also going to be our 25th episode, which I think is very fitting. And I just like, it's crazy. We've had this is three seasons, 25 episodes three minisodes and our two trailers, of course. And y'all have listened to our episodes over 1700 times, which is mind blowing to me. I just can't believe that you guys have all been so supportive of us. We started this podcast as a way to stay close to each other during these crazy times. (laughs) And we have had so much fun and we just can't thank our listeners, all of y'all enough for coming on this journey with us. And we thought that it would be very fitting to bring all of you into this episode and see if you guys have any questions for us and just do kind of a Q&A episode, which I think would be really fun. And um, and again, I'm just so excited to be back. I missed you guys so much. What have you been up to? We missed you too, Leah. Yes, it wasn't the same. It we wasn't. carried on but it was not the same. Uh, y'all did so great. I'm so proud of y'all. I can't like, <laughs> it was killing me to not be there. I was working. Um, I had an insane summer of field work. And so I was. Wait, 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 wait. We didn't yeah. say we didn't do a good job. We just said we missed you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. You guys did a great job. And, and we kind of got in a weird pickle because Leah was, Leah's job is weather dependent. And then I had an international trip planned. So me and Katie like hustled it one week getting episodes recorded. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> we y'all, pumped sure. the, yeah, y'all pumped those out. And I was just like the whole time, the whole time I was out in the middle of the desert in the rain, like, Oh gosh, <laughs> we also brought in reinforcements. Estelle gladly came on and, um, and chatted with us. That was yes. really fun too. My cat Charlie boy offered moral support. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun listening to those episodes and, and that's the great thing about working with the two of you guys is that like, I don't have to feel like I'm when I'm working, like I don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, are they going to be able to do this? You know what I mean? I'm not worried about y'all being able to do it. You know, I just feel like, oh, I wish I could be there because it's so much fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's like, we have, we have the three team members who all did all the work on the group projects in high school, right? We're the ones, we're the ones that the project fell on. (laughs) Yeah. We got it handled. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the good thing about working with you guys. So I missed y'all. Oh my gosh. So Mandy, you went on an international trip. Yes, we went to my friend's wedding in Portsmouth, England, and then went to Ireland. Ed's parents came in tow with us, and 
it was crazy. We were supposed to get there on a Monday and we got there the Friday and lost four days of the trip because of Hurricane Ida and Hurricane Ida again in Philadelphia and airline delays. And it was crazy. So we'll have to go into that on a separate episode. Yeah, because it was epic. <laughs> Y'all have heard the story, but it was nuts. It would have oh, been yeah. stressful in any situation, but it was even worse because I had to rebook COVID tests and do re-entry paperwork every time we were bumped to a different flight. And it was a nightmare for four people. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I can only imagine. Oh my gosh. So, Katie, you have moved. And so have I actually, but you have moved. You moved this summer, right? I did move this summer. I moved into a lovely cabin and we have a creek running through our front yard and I'm just like in love with the spot. And y'all, she's yeah. got a hammock swing on her front porch. And every time I've talked to her, she's like sitting in that swing. She's up in Freaking Virginia in the fall weather. I'm down here in the desert, still 90 <laughs> degrees. And I'm like, ooh, sweatpants season, you know? <laughs> yeah, it fall has fall in Mississippi's way has come at least. It uh, has cooled down at night to the high 50s, low 60s. And right now it's 80 degrees, but the humidity is only 47%. Oh. So that I will take it. <laughs> I love those like October cold snaps in, in Mississippi there. I think that's like the best weather of the whole year when you get those. It's, it's always my favorite. Mm -hmm, you know? For sure. Me too. Like, ooh, embrace that pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a, here's a funny question. How many pumpkin spice lattes have either of you had thus far? Only one. Only one. Leah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I can't say that. Um, I have found my new favorite Starbucks drink. Um, it oh. is, the, it is the, I've made it into my own version of the pumpkin spice. Mm. So, um, it's the brown sugar shake, iced brown sugar shake and espresso with oat milk. Um, and then you get it topped with pumpkin cold foam. Oh, <gasps> like an oatmeal cookie. It's yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I am a big <laughs> fan of oat milk. Yeah. Same. Oh, it's my, the brown sugar one was, is my new favorite drink there. And then I was like, well, I mean, I like it. And then you get it topped with the pumpkin cold foam and it's just like all the warm, cozy feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. It's so good. I love that. Um, so I've only had a couple, um, although we did, make some homemade pumpkin spice syrup, pumpkin spice latte syrup, um, at home. And so on the weekends we've been having those, but the actual Starbucks PSL, I've, I think I've only had, um, I think, well, only I'm saying that, but it, it's been like three times. So what about you, Katie? Yeah. Three, three, three for me. Mm, have you had any? Two, <gasps> two. but I, I, I've gotten them, um, iced and cold. Yes. So I need to make a, a run for a hot one at some point because now it's getting cold outside. Yeah. Um, I've been enjoying the oat milk latte, like an iced oat milk latte with either agave syrup or honey. Mm -hmm. The honey mixture, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. no, I have not gotten any of mine hot. No. <laughs> I yeah, still I have one hot. a month and a half before I drink hot coffee. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got my one hot at... Uh the Starbucks and Target in Diaberville because me and Catherine were, were bumming around uh, oh, nice. lot. not this past Friday, the Friday Catherine. Before. So yeah, I was like, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'm going to go get me nice. one. Nice. Yeah. 
So I was like, I'm just going to go with it. And actually they were out of regular milk and they're like, do you want oat milk or almond milk? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go with oat milk. So it was oat oh, milk nice. in it. It was good. Nice. And nice. yeah, I'm still, uh, still kind of doing iced coffee too. Cause it's just by the time I drink coffee, it's mid morning. So it's warmed up anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I met my neighbor in a really awkward way, but I could kind of tie it into the South. Oh, okay. Okay. You met your neighbor. Okay. So <laughs> is, this, re- is this a new Southern thing that's happened to you? <laughs> I guess so. Kind of. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I've moved into a new house and, yeah. and part of that, um, you know, thing, I guess, tradition that comes along with you from living in Mississippi for so long is you want to know your neighbors because good neighbors are rare. So when you have good neighbors, you got to get to know them. You got to, you know, like have everyone's back in your neighborhood. That's how you do it uh, to create that community. Okay. So here's how I met my neighbor. I, I was um, in front of our, our house. We have like this pier like walkway. Um, and I think mm-hmm. it's because it gets really moist in the grass. Like the grass gets really kind of muddy and gross. So there's a wooden pier out and I was taking the trash out and I was uh, walking on the pier and I'm looking out. And like I said, we have a Creek in our front yard and I see what I think is a giant, uh, like a blue heron flying into the creek, and uh, it's it's it lands, and the creek is very shaded and um, kind of like uh, in in a darker area of the yard, and. I I start freaking out because I haven't seen a blue heron in a really long time, like since. I was on the coast of Mississippi. And so I'm just yelling in my front yard, just like, oh my gosh, look at it. And I'm like flipping out over this bird. Because if you know anything about like the Gaines family, we're just weird bird people. But <laughs> it, it develops over time, we've realized. We and I really like get super like weirdly into birds in a great weirdly way. <laughs> into birds like just geeking out over this blue heron because I was you know I haven't I just haven't seen one in a long time and it used to be a thing that I would see all the time and I look over to my left and my neighbor is standing on his porch and I awkwardly wave and I'm like oh hey and he, he's like hi and I was like did you see that giant blue heron he's like no and I'm like I saw it. It's right there. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> I just turn and walk awkwardly back to the house. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I met my neighbor in a funny, like awkward way. <laughs> Clearly not bird people. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Okay. So I have a question for both of you. And it's kind of like a deep question, but I think it'll put us in a good headspace for the rest of these, these silly questions from our friends and family. Okay, so what gives you hope right here, right now, today? What gives you hope? Oh, Katie's bringing all the warm, cozy feels. Aww, there's a lot. Um, I definitely say the YouTube videos of people saving like hurt and abandoned animals, yes. like this random beefy guy just on his jog and he sees like a sick kitten and rescues the kitten. Like, I just feel like, you know, the world's not as bad of a place as everyone makes it out to be sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love those little like aha moments that 
that do they I think they give you so much hope when you see those little those little tiny aha moments yeah I completely agree Mandy just like little little videos of of goodness in the world really really oh, um yeah. I actually like I feel like TikTok helped me through that on 2020 you yeah. know during 2020 and including now even like those little bits of moments where it's like uh, seeing just people being kind and good you know there's so many videos out there uh, that I've seen of just people like putting themselves out there and everybody's being so supportive. I saw a video yesterday of this girl and she was 21 and was going on her first date and she made a TikTok about getting ready for it. And everybody in the freaking comments were like, oh my gosh, girl, we need an update. You great job. You look so beautiful. Have fun, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it was like one of her first TikToks and it was just the oh. sweetest thing ever. And she had so many views and so many comments of people just like being supportive. And I think those little things just like, there's so much craziness going on in the world right now that it's really nice to see like in day-to-day -day life, there's still hope. Like you were saying, Mandy, you know, and, and I definitely saw a lot as we were talking about on my trip, mm -hmm. like some of the mm -hmm. different like air, airline employees and different uh, people along the way. Like if you travel, you can realize that the world is not as horrible of a place as the media makes it out to be for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mandy, I think you're the best at sending me reels that are like that just that just like hit me in you well, know in the best Leah, way yeah we're warm fuzzies that's what we do <laughs> yeah you Hi. sent me you always send me the cutest of the animals being rescued or you know someone's someone just sees this disheveled something some little tiny creature that needs some love you know and then they end up having such a lovely family life and home after but okay it's gonna make me cry <laughs> are you right well i thought we needed this because i think this you know what we're going for to try and connect with our listeners i think this is what they need what they're craving oh, <laughs> shannon shannon says so anyway okay. i love it <laughs> yeah. i love it i can trust shannon yeah. but okay so here's where i'm leading to with this okay um so Let's see, you know how we love our thrifting. I was bringing some stuff to Goodwill and uh, you know, a very typical thing for me to do. I always, I love getting rid of things and especially seasonally. So I was bringing a pile of um, some clothes and different stuff, some jackets and blankets and things like that to the uh, thrift store. And so I was wearing a skirt that I had never worn before. It was like a, a new skirt uh, gifted to me uh, from someone. And I bent over to grab the things out of the car and the zipper completely popped open. So booty hanging out, ass and all, booty hanging out. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. So I, I do this, right? And, and there's a car behind us waiting for me to finish. And as I'm like grabbing the stuff and handing it to the Goodwill employee or the thrift store employee and a, a human comes out of the car and uh, taps me on my shoulder and like steps back, you know, just like gives me a tap and like steps back. And then they're like, your skirt popped open. I just wanted you to know. And that she was like, it's okay. And then she like walked back to her car, but like to have, a, a stranger come and tell you that like I don't know I took I took it like they did it discreetly and they did it before like I was about to flip out in the middle of the street that my butt was hanging out <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying like yes. this human did not have to do that in fact they could have taken out their phone and videoed that 
That's but very true. They chose not to, they chose to just discreetly like tell me that and then be like, have a good day. Like, you know, run off and do their thing. Cause I like scurried back to the car. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> do I have a towel in here? Exactly. Like what else I got in this car to, you know, cover up, but what clothes I was did I just get like, rid of? Can I pull something out? <laughs> exactly. I was like thinking about myself, like, would I have done that to someone, you know, because uh, of course I didn't know that it happened. Like I would not have been <laughs> walking around with my zipper down, but anyway, sorry. Okay. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> that would be a funny That's podcast so story. She chose, kindness. she chose kindness. She chose kindness. Yeah. I, I appreciated that. That, that yeah. gives me hope that someone would do that. Someone had my back in that moment. A stranger, yeah. a stranger had my back. had your back. Yeah. Essentially told me I had spinach in my teeth, but you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah do it be that person you be know be person. the person the human who straightens someone's crown or who opens the door or anything like that you know okay enough on my little like soapbox i love you guys i just i thought i would do that <laughs> oh, that's beautiful that's beautiful okay okay so now we got a lot of great questions from our listeners and then we got questions from my husband <laughs> <laughs> You can always count on DJ for a good one-liner. Always. Oh, yes. You yes. really can. You really okay. can. So I figured we'd, we could start maybe with his. He, he sent in some, he sent in like three DJ questions. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> He's always so supportive of this podcast, by the way. And I do want to put that out there. He's always like, let me know if you guys need help editing. You know, he wrote our song for us, our theme music. He's so supportive of this podcast. And, and I know the three of us really appreciate it that by the way so i wanted yeah. to throw that out there because uh, <laughs> gotta say we love dj snaps for yeah. dj love yeah. dj and then and then he sends in these questions <laughs> <laughs> no they're so good <laughs> so the first one he asked um he actually told me his answer last night so <gasps> wants, i want to hear y'all's answer because he told me his answer last night and i don't know if i agree with it so okay Oh, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask it like he's going to, like he asks it. Okay. So, okay. Who would die first in a zombie apocalypse and why? I love he did his voice too. <laughs> his mannerisms. I'm dead. I'm dead. Um, oh I know I, this is going to be presumptuous of me, uh, but definitely not me because I can shoot and we have guns in my house. I thought I was going to say, I think you would survive Mandy. I think you would survive. I think you would be the one who, who lasts. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be the one that lasts, Manny, because you got Ed. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I can shoot really like, well, though. You you. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I can't be a backpack because I'm so short. <laughs> <laughs> just hop on. Hop on. Just hop on like a spider monkey. <laughs> hop on. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I, mm, this is, this is, Okay. Who would die first? Uh, die first. I, I think I'm. I think I would die first. I, I honestly, Katie. I think you. I would. I would make a. I would make a. Don't be sorry. DJ asked the question. We can all attack him after this. I would die first, and here's why. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because I would make one stupid mistake. I would make one stupid mistake where I would either be seen or be heard. I think it's more that you would make some kind of nice you would be too nice oh that would that was that was bitten and then you would get bitten by them because they would turn in your car i feel like that's what would happen 
Well, DJ, since since you sent in this question, here's a here's a thing for you because do you want to know why I have have like pierced my nose, darkened my hair, joined a rock band? Do you want to know why? Because I'm really trying to give off like this this more confident, like tougher appearance. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> oh my god. It's not working, DJ. It's not working. So anyway. And I would die first. Flip it in here. <laughs> Is that what he said? Did he say oh. Katie would go first? Okay, so he said he said Mandy that you would die first, which really? I don't understand. I don't understand it. Okay, no, there's no way. He you must said, not know I can shoot. He, I don't know if he does that. I don't know if he knows that. Yeah, that's very. Mandy's like kissing Kate. Like she's yeah. got it. And then he said that Katie would die second because of what we just said. But yeah. you know what I mean. And then he yeah. said that I would also die before him because who's going to, who's going to like actually try and fight a zombie out of the two of us, DJ and I, not me. You would just <laughs> run, 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 run. And, and he also said if I got bitten first that he couldn't kill me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, it totally to said that too. Like, tie you up to a tree or something. Have y'all seen Shaun of the Dead? It'd be like the shed and Shaun of the Dead. Yes. yes. At the end. Like, Yes. He's like, or I just like rip your jaw off and then just keep you around. (laughs) Ed said the same thing. He said he would just tie me up like Shaun of the Dead style and let me hang out. That's so wrong. Uh, I know Brady would shoot me, so I would definitely (laughs) shoot him. Like, there's no, there's no. We've we've had a whole like that goes into a whole discussion of like gun safety and like can't like can't like owning guns and how like it's it's a whole other yeah whole other topic. We're pretty comfortable around them for the (laughs) part. Yep. Next, next, next. Okay, so the next question. Okay, so this is another one. He asked stuffing versus dressing. Explain this shit to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a question for the question. Does he mean stuffing versus dressing? Like, which one is better? Or does he mean, do you say stuffing versus dressing? I think that's what he means. I think he's trying to, and and I can explain this one pretty quickly. So I don't understand why he didn't just ask me because I know what kinds of things. Right, (laughs) right. No. Okay. So to me, and correct me if you guys disagree or you think something different, but to me, stuffing is literally the stuff that you stuff in the bird. Like it is physically cooked inside of the bird and dressing is the stuff that you put, that you cook on the side, but they're both basically a similar recipe. And I honestly use the terms interchangeably. We have never actually eaten stuffing in our household. We've never made stuffing, but I do use both terms. So Mm -hmm. what do you guys think? Yeah, I use the terms interchangeably, but I think really every year we just make dressing. Same, but I have definitely had stuffing and it is, it's not hot to trot. Like I'm not a fan of it. No, not your thing. So it's, it gets real mushy in like Mm. a a weird way. And I'm, well, it, I guess it depends on who or how it's cooked, but um, yeah, it's not my favorite. Cause you can just, if you really want the turkey flavor, you can just add the broth. Like, you know, yeah, that's what, that's what our mom does. She like, why do you have to put it inside the bird? Yeah. She makes like turkey (laughs) broth for the gravy and for the dressing using like the, the extra bits, like the neck and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Giblets and stuff. That's what I do too. So we definitely will be having dressing at Friendsgiving and not stuffing. 
Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. We'll be having dressing because we don't make stuff in in this household. <laughs> okay. And then the third question he asked is, Ooh. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and apologize to Stephanie. My friends are Stephanie. <sighs> yeah, question. we should. Um, she knows my husband though, so I don't think she will take offense. What Southern state do you hate the most? And why is it Alabama? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I can um, answer first if you want me to. Yeah. Go I have ahead. a quick and I have a quick and painless answer. It's just because I have a little bit of distaste in my mouth left from a trip that I took in Alabama um, to a beach. I'm not I'm not gonna even, you know, like bash within the state, we'll just say, and one of my best friends was harassed um, for for no reason at all. And so it's one of those things that kind of like, mm. it just hit me really hard. And that open verbal like um, harassment uh, that I witnessed, I had never really seen before that, you know, so yeah, okay. it just kind of really hurt me. So I have a distaste in my mouth for so Alabama. It is Alabama. <laughs> It's the bammer. Uh, mine's Arkansas. So, oh, Arkansas. <laughs> well, I am going to give Arkansas another try. And I have people I dearly love that are from Arkansas. Like my band director, Miss Newby, yeah. was from Arkansas. Linda lives in Arkansas. And actually, her little town is kind of cute. There's just not much there. But like, we stayed and like, and I've said this in a previous episode where we stayed was just so like, Mrah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so, so like, so it's Arkansas boring. because it's like, it's, you just haven't seen the good parts of it yet. Yeah, I think so. Cause I think we're, we might try, we might give Arkansas a try sometime in the soon, soon ish future. But actually I almost went to the university of Alabama for graduate school. Leah remembers this. Mm -hmm. So uh, my two top choices for my master's program by the end, after I toured campuses and really thought like did some soul searching was the university of Alabama or Edinburgh. And mm -hmm. I got my acceptance letters for both on the same day. Aww. So I, I had to make a choice and obviously yeah. I chose the student loan debt and an adventure, but I really liked the university of Alabama. I even toured other campuses. Like I thought I was dead set on going to the university of Maryland college park. Didn't like it that much. And I actually liked the Alabama campus better. Almost yeah. went there. So it's one of those things that definitely, I think my whole life could have changed by one decision. So yeah. yeah. A very different story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have any like true hate for any any other state um like i appreciate alabama because they make mississippi look good sometimes you know so <laughs> like without alabama we'd be number we'd be the last in everything <laughs> not really <laughs> like I, so i appreciate alabama for that you know <laughs> and then i feel like honestly katie in a lot of ways it's probably virginia because i don't think they're southern enough Yo. i'm sorry i'm sorry they're not southern enough for me you know, and so <gasps> Kentucky know, definitely like, is, but what is you, you Kentucky definitely is, but Kentucky, yeah, yeah, but, they're all rural and everything. But when you mean southern, do you mean you have to be close to the water or something close to the no. Gulf? No, I just feel like Mississippi River has to run through your state. Uh, <gasps> what are you counting? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not southern enough for you? I don't it's just like, I don't know. It's just not quite Southern enough for me. It's not that true deep South, you know, like yeah. in Virginia, you can't get sweet tea everywhere, hon. You can't? No. You don't order sweet tea. <laughs> I don't, I don't order sweet tea. It's not a problem for me. <laughs> I'm a, I'm like, I didn't even realize it. I'm like, I should be excommunicated from the South because I, I am a, an unsweet tea drinker. <laughs> We're hillbillies, not 
Yeah, that's what not I think rednecks or whatever. As like it's it's a different kind of southern. I guess, yeah, exactly. Know. Okay, this next question is funny. Go for it. So maybe. this is a good one for me to read. This is a random one that we got. I'm not sure who did it, but how do you pronounce pecan? It is pecan, not pecan, not any other way. It is properly supposed to be pronounced pecan because I did a blog post about this. Yes. So it is actually pecan is the closest to the Nate, what the Native Americans called it in their language. Oh, nice. Okay. Facts. 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 No debates. So no pecan, no pecan. It's pecan. pecan. Yeah. If no debate there. If I want a pecan pie, I'll be like, no, I don't like pecan pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like pecan yeah, pie though. Uh, it makes me, it makes me cringe. Ugh, I yeah. can't handle it. And it's, it's so funny to me because there are some places in the South, like um, the Carolinas that do sometimes pronounce it as pecan. And I'm just like, excuse mm-hmm. me, honey. Auntie. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. like, okay. Okay. Famous favorite Southerners. Favorite famous Southerners. I guess it works either way, doesn't it? Yeah. My favorite famous Southerner. Well, obviously Dolly Parton is our queen. Oh, yeah. Hello, that woman. Of course. Yeah. St. Dolly. (laughs) That's got to be number one, right? She's got to be number one. Um, Happy number one. Um, Favorite Christmas song, Hard Candy Christmas. Oh, love it. Mm. Mm, I have a thing for Rue McClanahan. I really like her Mm. from Golden Girls. She was a Theta, too, which was me and Leah's sorority. Oh, yeah. And if we're thinking famous Southerners from Mississippi, Oprah Winfrey is one of my faves. <laughs> yeah, I love Oprah yeah. Winfrey. And um, Jim oh. Henson, who made the Muppets, he's from Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, and what's the lady? Um, so creative. Oh, the girl from Good Morning America. Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts. Yeah. She's a coast. She's a coast girl. She's from yes. Past mm-hmm. Christian. Yes, yes, yes. She is a fierce reporter too. She is good. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of favorites actually. Um, Me too. I feel like creative, talented people are almost like our birthright being from Mississippi because things are so <laughs> crazy here. <laughs> it breeds yeah. some really good writers and yeah, for older and modern writers as well. So mm-hmm. like Faulkner can be a special taste, but there's definitely like John Grisham mm-hmm. and Catherine Stockett who wrote The Help. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, very true. Um, there's a bunch. Yeah, Walter Anderson is probably <sighs> one of my favorite artists. Uh, I did show some students a picture of George Orr the other day. <laughs> they had a good laugh because we were talking about museums. Oh my gosh, nice. his crazy Have mustache! I told all my my great grandmother story on here about, yep. Yep. about George yeah. Orr. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So y'all got to listen back on that one. That one's oh yeah, funny. y'all go find that one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Actually, I went and found. I went and saw his grave this week at the library. Is um. We have cemetery tour coming up, so I went and took some pictures at the cemetery for Facebook posts, and oh, I made nice. sure I found, I did a picture of his in the Barks family tomb, because they have a proper, like, mausoleum. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's huge. It's very, uh, I can't believe I've missed it before. It's very large. I asked Estelle where it was located, and Estelle kind of looked at me funny, and now I know why. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, it's, it's section seven facing Irish Hill. And I'm like, okay. And I just started rolling my car after doing some pictures in the old section. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's <see>. huge. <laughs> okay. I think it's time for a break, and we'll be right back with some questions from our other listeners. 
Don't worry, the episode isn't over. We'll be right back after a short break. are back um, with some more questions from um, some of our listeners. I'm not sure who asked this one, but here's the debate. Is potato salad really a salad? Let me look up the definition of a salad and I'll go by that. (laughs) Like does salad have to have lettuce in it? You know, it makes me think of uh, the episode on how I met your mother when they mm-hmm. go to Thanksgiving in Minnesota and they make like a, a seven layer salad with gummy bears and <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> yes. Or like jello salad, you know? Yeah. Jello salad, Coke salad, which is like a jello kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So dictionary of the English language describes salad as a dish of raw leafy green vegetables, often tossed with pieces of other raw or cooked vegetables, fruit, cheese, or other ingredients served with a dressing. By that definition, it's not. It's not raw. No, Mm -hmm. it's not. It can't be raw. You can't eat potatoes raw. It's also not leafy green vegetables in there. Yeah. Right. There's celery. So on that definition, no. And mm-hmm. speaking of celery, do you guys like celery in your potato salad? Do you like a lot of extra stuff in there or do you prefer it without? Or I do definitely like- don't like celery in potato salad, but a simpler one's okay with me. Yeah. 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 Any yeah. of those like salads um, are, are better, in my opinion, when they're simple, like macaroni yeah. salads, mm-hmm. chicken salad, any, yeah. any kind of salad. The simpler, the better. Mm-hmm. Texture is good though. So a little bit of something, but yeah, yeah, I don't like a lot in there. Um, or if I put it in, I like it really chopped up really small, but I'm also weird. Like I don't like celery, um, raw, at least I'll eat it cooked fine, but. Right. Oh, this is a good one. Favorite Southern dessert. Easy. Yeah. It's easy Go for, for it. me too. Bread Go. pudding. King cake. Oh. Easy. Mandy. I, I think I knew that about Mandy too. <laughs> I, I think mine's bread pudding too. I agree. It's- yeah, it's either that or king cake for me. It's like, you know. I love king cake too, but yeah. I, and also I like banana pudding as well, <gasps> if it's right. Oh, yum. I yeah. mean, definitely. It was, Did you? DJ, actually, I lied. I was going to make it and then DJ made it. He made it. He took it away from me. It's okay. I lied on the podcast too. I've been to Disney World like five times. I think, <laughs> I, I, think I said three in the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You didn't mean to. You just forgot about the others. Yes, yes. I just like, but it like hurt me in on the end. I was like, I lied. (laughs) We're confessing now. (laughs) That's so funny. Forgive me, listeners, for I have sinned. (laughs) Forgive me. Don't tell Momo listeners. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Your penance, Katie. (laughs) Uh, The next couple of questions are from a dear friend of Katie and I. Our friend, uh, Lisa Markle Sparkles, asked a few questions of us, and she is not from the South, so she asked me all kinds of questions about the South from time to time, and she gave us some good ones. She saw, yes? I was going to say, let's make sure we do a shout out before we forget, because Lisa Markle Sparkles is a fabulous creative queen, and she just just, um, uh, opened a new website, so we have to make sure that you know about this. Yes, her website is lisamarklesparkles.com. 
and or lisamarklesparkle.com and she sells clip art and like classroom helper worksheets and things for preschoolers mm -hmm. but her clip art is really creative and she also is really active on instagram and she's a dog mom and just an overall uh sweet good friend and we're really lucky to know her so her question and she saw this on a reel and asked me about this but she also reinstated it as a question for us tell me about all the matching t-shirts you've made for different events because she saw something where it's like how do you know they're southern and it's like oh they're they have matching t-shirts that's so true it really <laughs> it is. is true everything for everything anything and everything mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah um, I think the one that stands out in my mind is when the three of us tie dyed our shirts for the running of the bulls one year. We got yes. tie dyed them like red and white with bull's eyes on them. Oh, that was that's I think our favorite. And we we always coordinate our event our outfits for that. Like Mandy and I have had ma matching rompers one year. Um, that was a mistake. <laughs> I know. Right? That was such a I'll, big mistake. <laughs> oh gosh, they were so cheap, but they were they were cute. They turned out cute. We also made little flower crowns with like red flowers that went that same year. That was really fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's the one that stands out the most to me. Yeah, and then we had so many for the sorority. Mm -hmm. We oh, had so many. We every had one event. for every event. And then for my sister's bachelorette in Austin, we all had matching tank tops that had different uh, fiesta sayings on them. Mm -hmm. So they were like all red with gold press-ons mm -hmm. and they all just had different like fiesta related sayings on them. Nice. So we went on a band trip one year and uh, my best, best friend Brittany and I made your uh, breast friend. Your did I say breast? Hold on. <laughs> your bosom buddy. <laughs> my bosom buddy. This is not starting out so great, is it? Like y'all are super close. This is not starting out so great. I'm sorry, Brittany. Maybe we should leave that party. <laughs> so we made t-shirts to go on this Disney trip just as kids. We were like, you know, I don't even remember what it said. Probably I like cheese or something stupid. Like we would that Brittany and I would do, you know. We we would iron on our own stickers to our shirts and create things like that. So we went to, there's a restaurant in Disney, I believe in Epcot. That's like the, it's like a Southern forties. Is it a forties, fifties themed restaurant where everything is like black and white TVs. It's all um, like Jetsons, you know, that art, art style of the Jetsons. It's like mm -hmm. everything is seventies, not forties or fifties. It would be like seventies maybe. I think it's the fifties. I think you're right with the fifties. I can't think of the restaurant. They have a, a fit. They have an MG then MGM Studios. They have a fifties one where you sit in cars and watch movie, old movies. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But the but the um the waitresses are uh, like tell you to do things like if you're not if you don't finish your food, they'll like sit you in the corner and make you put your nose against the wall and like reprimand you and like all these weird things like very Disney. But uh, we wore the same shirts. We went to this funky restaurant and we'd realized that it was gay. It was gay pride that week. And so everyone was wearing matching shirts and we just looked at each other like, well, let's roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool and then the next one this is one of her favorite shows so she really had to ask this question how accurate is the heart of dixie the show the heart of dixie how accurate is it you can find it on netflix by the way 
It's super cute. Mandy and I have both watched it. Yes, I have um, watched it. So from the trailer, it's like 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I have big beefs with the show as far as Do accuracy you? goes. Yes. So it throws in every Southern stereotype, but they should have been living like outside Fairhope, basically. South of Mobile is where the show is. The fictional town is located and some things are right. And, but we are not every Southern stereotype on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. There's a lot more diversity than they than they even um, included in the show. It's like, so Katie, yes, from, if you look at just the, like the trailer, you know, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, you know, and yeah. even in parts of it, you're like, okay, yeah, that's true. That kind of stuff yeah. happens. You I've know? seen that happen. Yeah. You know, it's very much like small town. Everybody knows everybody, you know, everybody knows your business kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right, Mandy, where they, it's based off of the fair hope type area right mm-hmm. the little town you know she does come to love it and all of that kind of stuff and everything which is I think is is great and it does show the togetherness that I think a lot of of southern towns and southern culture really um promotes but it does it's like all the southern stereotypes are just like yeah. in your face like some of the accents are absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Yes. Oh it's my, like come on. Small town mm. living. Yeah. Um, it's not cheesy. an Alabama accent. I can tell you that much. None of them have an Alabama. But none of them have a Gulf Coast accent. Yeah, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to be in the Gulf Coast, you know. And then I, it's like very much like, oh, there's nothing in this town and stuff like that. You have to drive like so far to go to it's they're all close together down there too. You know what I mean? Like there's mobiles not that far. You know? It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. We all drive. 30 if that tunnel's backed up like it normally is, but don't get yeah. me started on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so while I love that show and I think it's absolutely adorable and I'm sad that there's no more seasons of it, you do have to take everything with a grain of salt in regards to mm-hmm. um, the Southern accuracy of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say the mayor having an alligator is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> my family has an my family had an we've had alligators off and on because my dad was game warden mm-hmm. the um hold on I love that I, I love that the mayor is the basketball player like the famous basketball player I love that he's oh. a famous football player yeah he's a famous sports yeah. sports, yeah. <laughs> sports. <laughs> I can't I just can't anyway oh my god sorry Mandy <laughs> and then he um yeah. So yeah. And, and I've known people like, uh, we had a friend from college that her neighbor had an alligator in Louisiana. <laughs> so that's not totally inaccurate. And then not at all. also they have like a pirate festival instead of Thanksgiving. And actually there's a lot of like folklore with Jean Lafitte, the pirate down here. So there are a lot of pirate festivals and pirate pirate places, you know, yeah. places they claim he hung out. And he's a big deal because he helped Andrew Jackson, who is a terrible person, by the way, I don't even want to, almost don't even want to say his name, but he helped Andrew Jackson in the War of 1812 expel the British from New Orleans, his band of pirates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a lot more to it. Like there's 800 pages books, books written about this yeah. event, historical event. But so he's kind of a romantic folk hero now, basically. Yeah. Okay, so now I have some questions from my husband, uh, and um, he wants to know if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, reading people's minds. 
Ooh, that's a, it's a dangerous one, but it would be one. I, I'm too curious. I'm too much of a curious person not to, yeah. not to do it. If you could harness that power and like really use it to your benefit, you know, it really cool. helped me at work. People came in and said one thing, but they really needed something else. Yeah. Control of the weather. Mm, that's a good one. Oh, the weather. Ooh. Yeah. Because I play, I currently play a Pathfinder character for all you D&D Pathfinder nerds out there. <laughs> I play a Pathfinder character who has control over the weather and is a healer, which is really a cool combination. But the weather part is fun. Yeah. So, it's super yeah. useful. Very useful. Like a, a water wall and like all these different things. I would basically want to be Aquaman. Oh, oh that that's fitting. Breathe underwater. I mean, yeah, it's super like <laughs> really <laughs> obvious. For me, it's true. It's almost cheating for your job too. Your job would be so easy. Like <laughs> all of the research and knowledge should just dive down into the water. <laughs> I want to be able to like talk to the fish. I want to be able to breathe underwater, go down without like my ears popping a million times. You, you know? could take surveys one-on-one with you know specimens (laughs) you know yeah um i want to be one with the fishes okay so what advice would you give yourself at 18 Mm, there's so much i would say i know yeah um i probably tell myself a lot of the bullshit you're worried about doesn't matter yes Yes. hands down that's i guess really that's that sums it up actually because mm-hmm. yes. I just worried about so much crap and I'm like none of that matters mm-hmm. same same and, and not only did I worry about other other people and other things I worried I was like so inside myself too just like very down on myself so at 18 I would have said let it go none of it matters you know all of the mm-hmm. little things that you're worried about so. love yourself more love yes. yourself more oh and you're and you're actually really hot so don't yes! tell other people any and don't let people tell you anything different because i look at pictures of myself in high school and i was like i'm real i was really hot like i'm not trying to even be vain like i'm just like <laughs> oh my gosh you not honest. even realize it <laughs> i had like no self-esteem whatsoever i wasn't like the worst with self-esteem but i didn't oh, realize i cut i definitely sold myself short for sure yeah. oh. I think we, yeah, I think we all did. I know I was like, I was so down on myself all the time about that. You know, love yourself and all the bullshit doesn't matter. You right. know what I mean? And also freaking have fun, you oh. know, <laughs> like, yeah. have yeah. fun. Stop being so serious and, yeah. and like responsible. Uh, I know. I tell myself, you're not going to make a lot of money anyway. Just go do what the hell you want. Yeah. In college or whatever. Oh my gosh. Or I would tell, I would tell myself, uh, major in something more lucrative. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think Leah and I started taking ourselves less serious when we became friends. I think so. I think we, I think we brought out a lot of the fun in each other. Um, Mm -hmm. and we were good for each other. I agree. We were, we were very good for each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and then according to our friend Jerry, um, my husband was very good for me as well in that regard. He's like, you're so much more fun now, Leah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I would agree. I love it. Okay. Here's another good one. If you could share a meal with anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? And, and if that person is dead, assume that they are alive and healthy and, you know, 
which Breathing. is a very Brady thing to add to that question. I know that yeah, he, he has to clarify that in there. He's like super clear about what he says, <laughs> which is great. I love it. <laughs> so yes, I, yes. I read that and I was like, she wrote it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> you have to read that. In, you have to read that in a Brady voice, Katie, that last part. Okay. Let's see. And scene. If you could share a meal with anyone living or dead and why, that's not a good voice for him, but I'm going to roll with it. If the person is dead, assume that they are alive and healthy. Why does he sound like, like Walter Conkright? Walter Conkright. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would say there's, there's actually a lot of, of souls like that. I've moved on. That would be really cool to talk to. Pina Bausch. The German dance theater, dance theater uh, choreographer, mm-hmm. and and Frida Kahlo would be really cool to chat with, mm-hmm. uh, especially if I could speak Spanish really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she, I, I think I would just be entranced anyway by the the company. So artists for sure would be fun to chat with. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it'd be my grandma Missy. <gasps> Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. There's um, a lot of there's a lot of famous people I would love to meet too yeah, or yeah, see yeah, or, that or one. resurrect yeah. from the dead, but it would have to be her. And there's yeah. lots of up- updates you'd need to give her and she would need to like, you know, weigh in on it. Um, okay. So I have two. Sorry, Brady. Um, I know it says one person, or it doesn't actually say one person. Um, it says with anyone, so I'm gonna say two right. people. One would be um and I'm gonna take a note from your book. Mandy and go with my grandma. It's a good idea. Because because she just I would really love to do that again. I think that would be mm-hmm. an opportunity that I could not pass up. And then I'm gonna go with Chris Hemingsworth. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. I think that'd be fun. And we could talk and, about sharks. <laughs> and 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 what would you both eat? We have to decide what meal we would be sharing. Ooh. Makes the the it makes the be- the question better, right? It's like so. If this if we could do anything, I would mm-hmm. bring back uh, Mary's Drive-In, and we would go eat at Mary's Drive-In like <gasps> we would do on Fridays. Aww, I love it. Oh, That's I love so it. beautiful, Mandy. Mary's mm-hmm. Drive-In. What would you order? Is it like a burger place or like seafood? Oh, well, okay. they do burgers and all there too. Yeah. But I get like it's a like a seafood platter. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, they did all the, the all the seafood stuff, all the seafood stuff. So yeah, be some kind of seafood. Uh, for my grandma, it would have to be Mary Mahoney's the cafe mm. though, because we used to go there sometimes, and it was like a twenty-four hour cafe, and we'd have to go get a po' boy and some gumbo and beignets. If it was my mama Felsher, I would insist she make her steak parmesan. Mm. Yeah, which had a lot of grease in it. <laughs> I can't believe she lived <laughs> to ninety-five, but. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Andy. I feel like I would really like to hear her comments on the world today. I'd really like to hear what she had to say about the world as we know it now. Yeah. That would be cool. What about you, Katie? Well, I, I have it easy. Any any traditional Mexican dish, like I'm so down, right? Yeah. If I'm maybe her favorite. Chatting with Frida. Yeah. Any yeah, exactly. Childhood favorite dish or something just to kind of complete the picture, you know? Very cool. All right. So I feel like we have had some really cool conversations. <laughs> some what? ones I did not expect when we began this episode, but yeah, I think it was a lot of fun and I can't, so I look forward to sharing another year with you ladies and 
I look forward to sharing another year with all our listeners as well. So come back next time. And we're planning on talking about the Gulf Coast's most haunted places. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site.